what's up everybody welcome back this week we have so many topics that we talk about this week we talk about shakari we talk about kendrick lamar we talk about drake kanye all of it we've only got four more episodes left this is the experience What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Breakfast Club, Angela. Lee. <laughs> I couldn't even get there. Right. Angela, Yee, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. No, I'm just kidding. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm Jay. I'm Darren, and this is the experience, y'all. I hope you're having a good week because a nigga is stressing right now. About to move yeah. to LA. I moved to LA. By the time this is out and you guys hear it, I will already be in LA for a day. Um, but getting there is just, is very, very, very stressful. So, you know, but, um, you've been, uh, uh, yeah, you've been grinding for that bitch and now you're in LA. Yeah, I'm really, I will, I will say I am excited more than stressed. You know, I'm finally moving, pursuing my dreams. So many people are like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait. And there's nothing against waiting, but for me personally, I feel like, if I wait, then I'll never go. That's just an excuse, and I need to just do it. I feel like a lot of times the people wait because they don't want things to be hard and they don't want to struggle. But anything worth having, anything that takes a lot of work, there's going to be some struggle. It's going to be hard. So I'm embracing all of that and going ahead first. Yeah, that's all you can do. And if that was your, your plan from the beginning, might as well go full force. Yeah, with it. you'll be cheating yourself if you don't. That's how I feel. It. For sure, bro. Well, all right. Let's talk about some things that's happened over the last time that we recorded. So much has happened. Like I will say, we had me and Darren had so many week. topics to weave this, through because we're like, this is a lot of events this week. I can say so many. Uh, shout so out to OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, OnlyFans, man. I mean, we record when they just recanted their their whole statement and shit. We was talking about yeah. that, but like the longest man, like only fans was show about to get rid of they money maker. I cannot believe they think. <laughs> if you guys don't know about OnlyFans, OnlyFans, like what else do you do on OnlyFans? I know, like a, it's some like some Instagram. I have a book models, club on OnlyFans. Like influencers might might be on that type. Like, they might just, like, post more content that they've already put on Instagram on OnlyFans. Uh-huh. But, like, the main market is porn. Straight up. So yeah. it's kind of like, are you going to try to ban sex workers or, like, ban the nudity and, like... The fact that they thought people... they were going to, like, get away with that, it just, it just baffles me. But good job. Good on them for recanting because they were like, we're going to lose this business. And they I could, also they... think it's a big, important message. It shows that sex work is work. Shout out to the sex workers. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not one, but y'all doing the damn thing. Keep doing it. Hell yeah, man. Y'all intended. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Man, y'all definitely providing me a lot of entertainment. Yeah. I mean, but, all right. Let's place, let's but, talk about let's talk about Shakari Richardson. Uh, love her. She is uh, you gonna come in with her. I know you saw the did you see the race? Did you actually see the race? I did see the race and I just like, was like what was happening, or did you see like videos? I saw videos now. I, shit, I don't watch anything live now. Are you kidding me? The only thing I... I barely watch my shows live. I watch Grey's Anatomy yeah. live here and there. But um, mm-hmm. no, I did not watch that live. I'm, I just got into basketball. I'm not really... Guys, I'm gay. Come on. I'm not a, I'm not a sports gay. Um, but, you know, I'm a basketball gay. I, I do those yeah. exist? Nah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> they, they do. I'm yeah. rambling, but yeah, Shakari Richardson. Um, oh she's been a hot topic over social media and everything. Um, just because um, she just had a race. There were it was a a bunch of countries. I know that Jamaica was one of them. They took the first four spots, I believe. Um, Shakari unfortunately placed ninth, which was the last spot. And, you know, it, it was really interesting to see the Internet really, like, come for her because, you know, she was very cocky. And I feel like, as you should be, like, if anything that you're doing, like, look, um, like, I, I, for me personally, I don't think that I'm the best singer. But, like, when I get in that fucking booth, I'm the best singer because I need to have that motivation to get me through the track and so it can sound good. But I know right. there's obviously singers better than me. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's really weird because 
you know, people geeked her up and everything. And it's like now, um, since she did place last, people want to humble her and everything like that. And it's just like really interesting to see like how people have turned on her that have been in her corner um, so closely. So, yeah. What, what do you think about that? <laughs> Man, uh, I didn't see the right the race live either. I definitely seen videos, um, but no, the whole Shakari thing, like, like honestly, like from like Shakari became like a big thing. I want to say in July. Yep, right around the yeah, Olympics, people, like the trials. Yep, yep. So like, she became kind of like a mm-hmm. new poster child for like Olympic greatness, black black Olympic greatness, like along with like Simone Biles, um, obviously Usain Bolt, like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even like past the Olympics, just like all time great athletes, Serena Williams, LeBron, like stuff like that. So like she's kind of yeah. Kanye popped that song in her commercial. Man, that was another thing. But we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But but it was kind of like for real. Like she she really kind of bursted onto the scene as just kind of like that new athlete that we were just kind of all going to gravitate towards. And we we definitely like as black black Twitter or just black just black culture in general definitely just kind of saw her as like you know a new inspiration you know especially i know she was an inspiration for, for black women to uh you know excel in that moment but you know over time man she's been kind of bumpy man i can't hold you <laughs> like she's like i mean for, like obviously she's been like this 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 force of like great athleticism that represents the united states represents black people in the united states um but over time honestly she's had a uh, kind of a rocky row and it's been since well like i said she burst onto the scenes in july it's august now it's only a month later mm-hmm. and you know she couldn't go to the olympics because like she smoked weed um yeah you know that was a whole thing too like she smoked weed but like we kind of saw it as like you, everybody smokes weed like everybody get high type shit so like when she smoked weed and you especially found out like it was, she had recent trauma or recent troubles like her mama passed Mm-hmm. Um, and just and, and stuff like that. It was just kind of like, oh, you kind of understand where she was coming from as a human. But then a lot of people, obviously, at the same time, saw it as like, you know, like you obviously didn't, you didn't pay enough attention to your craft, or you didn't like focus on your craft enough to realize that, hey, maybe I shouldn't smoke right now because I'm about to go to the Olympics. Mm. So it's definitely a lot of people that already kind of saw her like that, and that kind of created the first split for her divide. Because honestly. You know, when people are popular, bro, like, that shit, or, like, when they people burst onto the scenes and gain popularity, people, you always gonna have people that's kind of preying on your downfall. Yeah. So seeing, like, a little opening for them to be like, oh, shit, she was smoking, and she was doing this shit because she couldn't even, like, she was doing this shit because, obviously, like, a real reason, but she, she didn't even want to focus on, like, going to the Olympics made people feel like, oh, shit. But, like, she couldn't go to the Olympics, and that was, like, a big thing for us as as black black people in america like we was just like damn yeah. i wish you was that bitch but like the olympics happened in like uh jamaica like you was talking about like the niggas got gold uh silver and bronze for yeah for, they uh, took the top three took the top three for for them like at the olympics so like when it was like shakari's turn to kind of redeem herself in august when she was doing the uh what i want to say what was the the prefontaine classic track and field meet I think that was that's what it was called, and it was in Oregon, mm-hmm. and it was just like people just all competing in, on on that high level. The Jamaicans were there too, and she was there too. And like you said, man, she got dead fucking last. <laughs> she got dead fucking last. Like she 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 did that shit. She was there. But the one thing about Shakari, like we was all like for her, and we really respected like her talking shit. She was just like, I'm talking yeah. shit on that. Like she's like, I'm that bitch. Like she was. She was gonna fuck with that. Like she, she was like, she was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dominate in this field. And then when she lost, it was kind of like, it was kind of a, a funny moment. It was kind of just like, oh, this is, but it wasn't funny, funny. But it was kind of like on the moment. It was, it was like, like huh? Right. She, we, she was talking a lot of shit, and she ended up losing. But if we're real, bro, she was never fucking with them Jamaicans. Yeah, they're they're good. They can fucking run. Um. But here's what I will say, though. Like, despite all that, I hope that she keeps 
I, she needs to keep talking shit keep being cocky i really like that like the interview she gave she's like people can talk all the shit that they want but look i'm still here um congratulations to the other girls but you know i'm still gonna be here and i'm I'm gonna prove it to you guys and she said i'm the fastest woman in this race like one of the four period so i was like oh okay um and even despite the things that came out about her I still want her to succeed. And when I say that, I, I do want to talk about because there, a, you know, when you do rise to a level of, you know, uh, fame and popularity, certain things do come out. And so there was something that came out about and some can call it homophobic, but basically she tweeted, she said, um, if you support little Nas X, please unfollow me or something like that. Right. And so, like, me as being a gay person, when I first saw that, I'm like, this is a little homophobic. Like, oof. Like, you know, I know she's great and everything, but are we not allowed to criticize that? Like, you know, because, you know, people should still be held accountable for what they right. say. Um, and then it's funny because Little Nas X saw it. Um, and he was like, yeah, I saw this and I still want her to succeed. And I'm like, well, shit, if Little Nas X can say that and still want her to succeed, who am I to, like, really be, you know? And, you know, and, and that's not to excuse her actions. I think, one, like, the the tweet doesn't have a lot of context, so I don't know what she meant by it. She could have been talking about the satanic aspect, the homophobic aspect, so that's the one thing. But, you know, um, I do feel like I, like, on the other hand, like, even if people make mistakes they should be allowed to, you know, make up for them. If it's like unapologetic and it's like, oh, da, 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 and it's like not a mistake, then yeah. Right. But, you know, like I said, the tweet doesn't have a lot of context. Um, mm. But I don't know. But there has been a little like some weird stuff. And I and I hate to be that guy. I really do. But um, Darren, you sent me this thing on her page um, <laughs> and it's this tweet. And it's kind of like it's it's a little disrespectful. So somebody tweeted not y'all Jamaicans still talking shit when y'all got to walk barefoot to your coconut stand every day for a living. And Shikari liked the tweet. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, like, stuff like that that's a little weird. I don't know. And they be hunting for that. They be looking at, like, you know, these celebrities' likes, these celebrities' retweets, what they tweet back in, like, like fucking eight to ten years ago about this type of shit. So, like, Shakira was no different. Like, she was blown yeah. up. She kind of get that type of scrutiny. But no, she's been kind of low-key problematic for a minute. Like, she's just... And that kind of goes with our conversation with, that we had, like, not so long ago about, about cancel culture. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, with, especially with, um, like, the baby. that's another example, like, for real, like, who's, like, in the process of getting canceled, but he's not really canceled because of, like, how, like, how, how popular he got. And Shakira, she got really popular, but just obviously on a different level because she's an athlete. And that's a little bit different than absorbing somebody's music. So, like, when yeah. she was, like, an athlete, and obviously, like, everybody was just kind of, like, supporting her and whatnot. So when she became, like, when she kind of, you know, expressed her views, she kind of came from a place that was, you know, her environment was just kind of like that was the norm. Like, when we saw more with the baby and whatnot, like, that, that nigga is a hood nigga. That nigga got a hood perspective. Not to say that the that niggas in the hood got right perspectives, correct perspectives, but that's what they are so like that's kind of what they kind of bring into their work or into their like superstardom because i at the end of the day we're all humans like like we like getting superstardom like me and you like we're we're obviously like we're regular people right now like but if we ever got to superstardom it's gonna be a shot how Here's much i'll say i'm a um, pro but she she definitely like definitely needs to be looked at because yeah the stuff and that, here's what here's sure. what i'll say I don't know anything about the track world or anything like that. And she's obviously very talented. So like when it comes to that and her losing the race, like, I don't know what it takes to prepare for that or anything like that. So I'm never going to talk shit about something like that. I obviously want her to succeed as a black woman, but when it comes to a specific community, which I'm a part of, and I feel like, you know, you know, there, the perspective is, being miseducated because of ignorance or you know somebody is like attack actively attacking our community that's where i kind of like step in and i want to say something so like you know that's mm-hmm. you know regardless of, even the little jamaican tweet that she like that didn't really that didn't really bother me as much even though it was offensive what really 
bothered me was the fact that that tweet about little nas x because i felt like you know my community that's why i'm gonna you know and and, and the same thing with um the baby like you know was very unapologetic about that and so that's why i feel like you know he has to be held accountable i think you know i i i really don't think cancel culture is healthy but I do think people should be held accountable, especially if you are using your platform to spread misinformation or mm -hmm. uneducated thoughts. Um, looking right. at Buster Rhymes, like this motherfucker just had a whole rant about being an anti-masker. Don't wear your mask. Fuck this mask. Fuck COVID. Yeah. And it's like that's that's so irresponsible. And like me, I'm a person of, you know, definitely speak your mind, freedom of speech. Um but just because you can do that doesn't mean you always should, especially if you are not educated, if you are not having facts to back up what you say. For me, every time that I say something that's talking about like a specific statistic or a vaccine or something, I've done the research. I know what the fuck I'm talking about before I put it out there. And so I feel like if I have a platform like that, needs to even be taken more serious because what i say can then influence people and so mm -hmm. that's when it like that's why we hold these you know celebrities to kind of like a standard like with the security thing that comment if it were homophobic you know can influence a lot of people that follow her and that's why it's important to definitely pay attention and hold people accountable and check stuff that needs to be checked especially celebrities because they have the power to influence other people with their celebrity and with their platform yeah no for sure like that that's definitely like some like something that we we really have to focus on like who are we championing like who are we who are we kind of putting on this pedestal to give like to have like a platform that can reach so many that they have problematic views that's something that we kind of need to vex or like vet, like mm -hmm. for real, like that's something that we kind of need to, for real, like take into account because that's just the case. Like, like, like I said, like from the hood, like especially like people we grow up around. Even I know a lot of people that in my personal life that I've grown up with that have very problematic views. Like, and if you realize that they, if like your cousins or like whoever, like your friends that are that aren't that as and aren't as progressive as you, it just be like, if you were on that superstar platform, what would you say? same shit that you saying mm -hmm. right now so but yeah it, it becomes like a real problem because it's just like you can't like you really can't like be on that nowadays especially like we're in this hypersensitive culture or like this p politically correct culture like we're, we're definitely in the moment where we, we're starting to understand that certain things have real consequences for even uttering for real like you can't even be the same way you were back 10 20 30 years ago because that's just something that we can't accept anymore because it's just too dangerous and that just and that's more of an outspoken thing that we've gotten from last year from covid and obviously mm -hmm. a lot of the blm stuff that's kind of popped off from there but like now we're just in that era in 2021 is the first year post 2020 post pandemic the new year like where we're just like oh what is this gonna entail and we're kind of giving glimpses of it obviously things have changed but it's kind of to the point where we're just like we're really still adjusting to this new lifestyle that we're in in this t in this type of like environment that we're in that we're kind of trying to cultivate like politically correct environment that we're trying to cultivate and then like we're now in this moment where it's just like we just can't accept certain things anymore as quickly so like cancel canceling becomes just so much quicker and obviously with that you have divides you always have people that want to support always you have people that just like, I can't accept you feeling this way or like show, displaying your views this way. So it's just kind of like, all right. Like, I'm still going to like, you a black person, I want you to succeed, but I can't really fuck with how you going about it. But some people are just like, no, you can't be like that. You can't be focusing on that down shit. You can't be focusing on their, their flaws. They're succeeding enough that you should always support them regardless. But, then but it's like up. you can't look at stuff that way, though, especially like I feel like mm -hmm. if it's your homie, fine, whatever. But if it's somebody with a platform, specifically a celebrity who has influence over a bunch of people, then 
yeah, you should focus on that shit. You definitely should focus on that because they can influence something. They can influence people to also be miseducated and to be ignorant and have those same ignorant ideas. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That just reminds me, people that just be getting on those platforms, bro, like, that's just, like, that's a testament to, like, some, some people's, like, charisma and just popularity. Like, obviously, talent, but, like, just in general, like, that that talent and charisma kind of breeds popularity. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Like, where you get to the point where, oh, this person can do this, this person's that type of person. I want to gravitate towards them. So it just kind of got me thinking, for real, like, Man, I be thinking like for real, like <laughs> man, I, I be saying this all the time, and I'm like, I've gotten this from like certain certain places, but like, but I agree with it. It's like high school never ends, man. <laughs> what do you if mean you, by like, that? What do you mean by that? Like exactly, like what do you mean by that? But uh, I be saying like high school don't really end like that because it's like, uh, or I agree with like high school don't really end like that because like the social parameters of like the social structure still exists to this day like like we're 23 we're removed from high school from for like what five years yeah five six like four five six years like those structures still exist even to like 30 year olds like those structures like there's a cool kids table there's definitely <laughs> like people who are kind of cool like people who are like oh they're they're the they're doing good shit they're cool but all i say is like the people in them kind of rotate like obviously yeah. you might have people that were might in high school might not have gotten that type of attention because they weren't viewed as cool in the traditional high school sense, but those social structures that were established in high school move on past high school where it's just like even in college you got like people who are like, Oh, this nigga's legit. Oh, she's legit. Oh yeah, because you know, I was I was pretty yeah, you'd be like, college. Oh, you're like legit, <laughs> like it's a cool person type shit. You'd be like, All right, I wanna kinda champion them and they kinda get to this level and they'd be like that's 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 being popular to be like, honest shit. the yeah, reason why we can even start but i, I say it's, it's real They're like popular. the reason we can even start a podcast like this is because of our popularity i mean, I mean but still it, it, it like it really kind of show you that just like people like people with per, like personality uh values ethics morals like are are very important when it comes to like how people view you and put you on that type of shit but i wouldn't even say that's 100 percent like like the only thing to make you popular like you can be popular and a terrible person yeah you look at our last fucking president oof that motherfucker but that's the thing he had a lot of charisma he was funny so people was just like we can put him on this pedestal because he has something that not many people have and that's why I always say, like, your popularity kind of dictates what you can get away with. I say, like, people can can do a lot of heinous shit or do a lot of crazy shit. But if you're providing a service to the, to the general public, people are going to forgive you or kind of kind of excuse shit a lot more because you're doing more than the average person can do. Yeah, because so, I like, remember when a certain someone like, said, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember when a certain someone said slavery was a choice. No, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, Your yeah, def- yeah, it's my fave. But I mean, but still, it's, it's, it's definitely certain things that is more context to what you just said anyway. But we'll talk about that. No, whatever. Okay. Another day, but another topic. Still, still, it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of really understand that that's how you can kind of build up to to popularity and and that and those problematic views can obviously like i said before really grow and really manifest into the populace because we champion those people and i think that's why certain beefs happen because i guess if you lose a beef then one's more popular and one's not more popular like you have to win in the public eye which i think is i don't know it depends, because I, I do love a good beef, but I just feel like the beefs of these days are definitely watered down. Like, back mm-hmm. in the day, like, What's Tupac said first off... From back oh, in the day. Tupac and Biggie, of course. <laughs> first off, yeah, fuck I mean, your bitch and the click you claim. Like, yeah. who... Nobody is ever going to start a track like that nowadays. 
Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, your sales are so low. You're not getting the coins that I am. Your yeah. watch is fake. Like, are you fucking like these ABC one, two, three beefs out there? There's they're not seeing the beefs from back in the day. Yeah, I mean, like beefs are beefs. Like, obviously, we want to. It, it, it can get very dangerous because some beefs like I say, especially last year, bro. A lot of rappers die or a lot of rappers yeah. like really kind of succumb to that type of environment where beefs became very serious. But like when it kind of comes to the rap shit, like just like rap beefs, like they're very essential to the game. Like because you really need a rap beef to kind of like and rap is very competitive genre, very competitive sport. So like you need a beef to kind of show that that's like still still the culture, that's still like part of that. So like that popularity can influence the beef like and you have like big enough artists or big enough like people who are good at their crafts they're popular enough that they kind of use that beef to fuel like like their own music sales sales like exactly like their own music like people enough people to really like um you know buy into their songs buy into their uh albums like their rollouts so they can be like okay i want to this beef was interesting enough. I don't know the artists like that, but now I'm gonna buy this next album because that beef was was entertaining to me. And like oh, those you pop- the queen, the queen of this year, one platinum plaque album flop, bitch. Where? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I took two bars off just to laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just important, bro. Like. like the beefs are important to fuel the genre but the popularity kind of brings it to the point where you just like you start to think like especially like if you're a big enough artist and if you're fueling beef and you don't really need beef to to make sales why are you kind of like having this beef but i think people kind of go automatically to that but i but that's not always the case that's okay well let's talk about two artists that i feel like don't need to do this to have sales they'll get the sales but they're doing it anyway and pissing a lot of people a lot of the fans off um drake and kanye what is your take because you know this beef is just this beef is so silly to me it really is um but you know those are drake's not even my fave i am a fan of drake but i would say drake is more of darren's fave than he is of mine so and kanye is his fave so you know what's your take on this (laughs) it's crazy i I mean like but drake and yay man like they have been they've been in the game for a long time like yay for sure like people might say i'm a little biased people anybody that knows me knows that kanye is my favorite artist of all time i'll definitely champion him I've been saying that a lot, but I've definitely championed him a lot more than any other artist that I really, that anybody, that that is out, period. But what if one day he comes out and he's like, fuck the gays, I stand by it. He's still going to champion. I mean, damn. I'm like, well, shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I, I doubt he'd be on that. I, first of all, I doubt he'd be on that, period. But if he did say that shit, he knows that he'd get canceled. I have to. I would have to cancel him too. But but yeah, like Ye's been in the game for so long. Like obviously like back in the nineties, like him being part of like Rockefeller, working with Jay Z, being part of that type of you know, that type of upbringing musically. Um, kinda he like kinda came in as a as a producer and he wanted to be a rapper. Um and he kinda burst into the scene as a as a very respectable rapper, like especially like two thousand four when college dropout dropped. And then, like, 2005, when Late Registration dropped, which is the next album. And in 2007, which Graduation dropped. And then, like, like those were, like, a trilogy of albums that people were like, oh, yay, is more than a producer. He's a rapper. like, And he kind of blew up, like, around that time in the early 2000s as one of the best, like, currently. Like, and obviously not all time yet in hindsight, but, like, he got to that point where he had a trilogy of albums that were all great, especially, like, well, all of them are great to me but like graduation really kind of bring brought him to superstardom like like he really got to the point where it's just like oh these are some songs that you can play in any place and i was like what nine years old when that shit came out shit i had to be like in fucking sixth grade i was about 30 when that came out 32 i think yeah 
Yeah. Probably fifth grade. But, but no, like, <laughs> or fourth grade. But, 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 but yeah, like, it was, <laughs> shut up. But, like, for real, like, it was kind of, like, to the point where, like, Ye was, like, really popping type shit. And then, obviously, like, Drake, that nigga is on the same level. Like, he kind of burst into the scene 2006, 2007. Um, and he, like, really kind of introduced a new kind of rapper or a new type of person or a new type of persona in the entertainment industry known as like hip hop and like whatnot. So like he was on his I way. Better up find your loving. I better find your heart. No, but like Drake, like Drake <laughs> kind of came into the scene. Like I want to say 2008, 2009, like, well, 2007 for real, but like, Drake and Ye met like 2008, 2009, and like obviously they were kind of coming up. Obviously, Dre- Ye was there before Drake, but like it was kind of coming up in a different, and like in the same environment where they can kind of like grow in their own way. Um, and I know when Drake, a lot of people say like Drake's so far gone, like his his day de- his uh his mixtape debut mixtape, uh, well no his sophomore mixtape actually uh. So like when he when he was like so far gone, he said like obviously like you can listen to it and you can hear a lot of eight oh eight and heartbreaks influence. Eight oh eight is is Kanye's album in two thousand eight. So like people were just kind of like, oh, this is very influential. Uh, but he kind of went on and said that that wasn't the case. And like when we was talking about like their current beef, Drake and Ye, like they've been here for such a long time and then like have a current beef right now. This shit has gone on for quite some time, bro. For fucking like, ever. For like this, this like I said, like they met from 2008, 2009, and they probably they lucky been beefing since since they met. For real, like I'll say, like they've been on songs together, obviously, like um, and then, and then even before then, like Kanye directed "Best I Ever Had," and that's one of Drake's like be- like biggest songs, like "Best I Ever Had," and it was nominated for two Grammys. Like Kanye kind of directed that shit, so like their relationship was kind of intertwined. Um, like they were on a song "Digital Girl" with Jamie Foxx. I don't know if you ever heard that shit. Have you no. ever heard that? No, Jamie I Fox. haven't. By the way, side note: Jamie Foxx, that nigga be acting his ass off, singing his ass off. Yeah, that he's nigga. the goat. Jamie's the goat. He that, can that do impressions. Nigga. He can sing. Uh, and he's hell hot yeah, too. But that nigga Jamie Foxx, he was that nigga. But he was making music for a minute, and Drake and, and Kanye was on that, and forever, like the the uh, and it was like for the uh, I want to say it was the um. It was the LeBron film. It was the the more than a game. The, mm-hmm. the, the shit. They had like a basketball album forever, and it was kind of like Drake been here for two years, already in the game, and that nigga like already able to rap alongside it forever. Like he had Kanye, Lil Wayne. Obviously, Lil Wayne was his mentor, and Eminem. Like the three of the biggest rappers, like at that time, like and, and kind of get to that place of all time. Drake in two years was able to be on a song with them, rapping along along with them. So it's kind of, kind of showing like Drake is becoming that big enough artist and that popularity be starting to bubble. But him and Ye, and Ye started seeing that nigga as like competition for. Her. And you yeah. know, like I said, rap is a comp- is a competitive sport. So like I can kind of see like Ye seeing Drake as competition for. Her. When he doesn't need to, he's Kanye West. Come on, I mean, but you, I mean, you see that as like I think you're thinking of like a purely art perspective, but like in terms of popularity, because I'm an artist, art, man. I don't care like about Ye's, all those numbers. Like Ye's like made his Ye dropped his first album in 2004. He's been out way before then, producing and still rapping uh, in the streets of Chicago. But like right now, like this nigga Ye, like well, I wouldn't even say right now, but I've seen like as he was kind of really growing in the 2010s, he was trying to make another run. And Drake was kind of like being a real competitor. Like Ye said often that he views Drake as a as a sparring partner. Um, and Drake oftentimes said he wanted to surpass Kanye. Um, like literally, I remember it was one time, like I think back in the day before Watch the Throne drop, Drake and Wayne, Lil Wayne was gonna drop an album, collab album. Yeah. And then and then uh he said, like, I know Drake, he thought that Ye caught wind of that. And he kind of was like, I need to push forward, watch the throne. <laughs> so, like, even Ooh, back then, it was like to the know? point where Drake was just kind of like, hold on, this nigga, yay. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I was like, I don't know about this nigga, like, um, for real type shit. But, I mean, like, but but even since then, like, Drake has invited yay to OB, his OBO fest. 
Like, uh, he's even said, like, Drake, uh, that, that Drake has even said that Kanye is one of the most influential artists of his life. Kanye has even said that Drake is a very good sparring partner. Didn't Drake like, also say that um, Kanye's burnt out, I think, was what it was? Uh, I mean, he said that in his most recent shit, but, like, even not, like, back then, like, that didn't even, even get to that shit, like, um... But yeah, like them niggas like really ain't have been like up and down for a long time. Like they've had interviews where they're talking about praising each other and then have like more interviews talking about all this nigga on some weird shit. And I remember when in twenty fifteen it was cool, like, but like this nigga Ye didn't really like um he I mean Ye Loki said like in twenty fifteen they had a collab album that was coming out called Wolves. You remember you ever heard of Life of you listen to Life of Pablo for sure. Yeah, you heard the song Wolves. Yeah, with Vic Mensa. Uh, but uh, love he said Vic. love Vic Mensa though. He said it was gonna be a project called Wolves with him and Drake. That's what I'm saying. Like them niggas have been like up and down for a very long time. Like in terms of just like they've been very cool. They've been making projects together. They've been making songs together. That glow song on More Life that came out in 2017, Drake and Ye was together. Type shit, but like kind of in between that they just kind of see themselves like i think yay and drake have a lot of respect for each other um and they kind of see each other as competition valuable like very valid competition like where they see each other like if equals in the game currently for real um so they've definitely tried to send like little shots but they've overall been very um obviously appreciative of their impact of their respective impacts of the game um and of course they live in calabasas together uh, where they have homes in calabasas together wow i would live in the same state as drake and kanye hmm. obviously obviously yeah got a place in chicago drake got a place in toronto niggas be at niggas be everywhere like, and in nevada superstars. too don't forget the nevada property exactly and they're fucking superstars type shit but like them niggas been hanging out a lot. They've had songs together, pop style. I remember there was a throne version of that on uh, views that was supposed to come out, but that shit ain't come out because of Ye sells some title and Apple shit, but it was probably some more shit than that. But you can kind of see like their their shit bubbling up and Pusha T. He's part of good music. He's with Kanye, and, and we all know what happened in 2018. And Pusha T is cool. one of those that does not. Right play he's one of but those yeah, like even i'll kill made, you like, drake has made songs saying like pusha t ain't really like that nigga he ain't really he ain't really been on that shit like but it's crazy work. because drake really is <laughs> pusha t will kill him but he don't but he kind of see like like drake's so big he he's bigger than pusha t ever got so it's kind of to the point he can't be touched so he like he like I mean, he thought like, he couldn't be, be touched, but he revealed to the world that that baby was, that was his baby. So. That was like 2018 type shit, and like he, him and Drake was like kind of somewhat cool because, like I said, that glow song came out and more life, and that shit came out 2017. But when 2018 happened, uh, I remember even Drake. He was telling like Ye was telling Drake to come to come to Wyoming him when he was recording. Ye, oh Wyoming's the place. It's not Dakota, my dumbass, it, or Nevada. It was, it's, it's Wyoming. Wyoming. But but like he was like really for sure like trying to like get him to help on his album, but he was kinda letting Drake know that he was helping on Scorpion. And then Drake told him about his son and blah blah blah. And Drake thought that Ye the one that told him, but Pusha T told him on the Joe Budden podcast that it wasn't that. He said it was a it was a it was a girl that forty his producer, Drake's producer was fucking with and he and she was pillow talking. Um, and she was pillow talking for pillow. You know, Forty was pillow talking to, to her, and she was talking to to Pusha T. And Pusha T was like, "Oh shit, I found out about some shit about Drake." And he like, "I already don't fuck with Drake because he even been dissing Young know, Money for a long time." And a couple with Ye, it just kind of blew up to what it was in 2018. And Drake scrapped half a Scorpion and made half of that Pusha T and Kanye diss disses. And it this wasn't. is why I'm worried with the Kanye and Drake beef. We've been waiting for these projects for so long. For Drake, we 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 miss the old Drake. We really do yeah. miss the old Drake. Scorpion, I'm not gonna say. Okay, I'm gonna say it. Go had ahead. good songs, but it was not a good album. Um, and it's because of the beef. 
the same thing with Kanye. Like we, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I really don't want them to be delaying their albums because they're going back and and talking shit about each other they feel like they have to make these tracks and talk shit about each other and then at the end the fans don't get what they want and then you you kind of like tarnished your craft you tarnished your baby when i think of an album or like a song or anything like that it's a baby you have to nurture you have to put your awe into it it's like it's a work of art you know what i mean and so for you to just tarnish that for some some very like impermanent beef it's just i don't know i kind of feel like it's disrespectful to the crap i feel like i i know you got to address it and talk about it and it's part of hip-hop culture but i don't know as an artist like i just feel like you can't let that consume your craft because it's like if you can't keep people entertained with your craft alone like beyonce said you're in the wrong business you are and so i'm just very worried because i for drake specifically if he fucks this album up i'm going to be so upset i'll still (laughs) listen to him i still you know his songs i'll still listen to it i'm still gonna listen to the album but you know, it's going to be a big letdown. And I think, like, this is the album that will cement him. Like, if he wants to surpa- surpass Kanye, like, this is the album where he needs to be like, hey, like, you can do this, you know? And yeah, if he fucks it up with this beef, I'm going to be so upset. And I'm sure yeah, a lot always, of other people will, too. Like, this nigga for sure have always thought about, yeah, it's some competition. Um, After he really saw him as a mentor, but then he started seeing him as competition when he started growing way past this nigga. Um, but yeah, like I definitely like see what you mean. Like people for sure like compromise their art based on their feelings, but art is feeling like and and rap is a is a competitive sport. Like it's a sport for real. It's it's some shit that like it's battle rap that still goes on. It's a lot of battle rappers that don't make songs like that, but rap like that really battle other niggas that rap and like these rappers that make songs like they make catchy hooks, catchy verses blah 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 they 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 encounter beef on that same level and they kind of need to respond in a very rap way so i know but like you don't listen to drake for battle rap drake is not a battle rapper and so it's like but he's a rap but like he considers himself a rapper like he doesn't want to be seen as like the light-skinned nigga that just sings like for the women and that (laughs) makes it to the rap he wants to be known as like one of the greatest rappers like not just people that can actually like make rap songs that they can rap well and put words together but here's the thing and the words of um fallon king um one of the cherished girls you're only as strong as your weakest link and if your weakest link is battle rapping lay off you're still it's not like he's not going to be considered a rapper even if people say that shit he's still a rapper so it's like that's you know like scorpion like nobody was wanted to hear that shit from drake like we wanted to hear like what he's good at and that's not to say like he should stay in a box he should definitely experiment but some experience experiments go very very wrong well scorpion is definitely lower on a lot of the people's list on drake's albums but i don't think it was bad like it has a lot of songs that definitely like you can listen to 2021 and still be bangers like i'm upset i would still listen to i say even even some of the yay shit like this nigga drake has just kind of got to that point like even back in 2018 with that lip yourself you remember the lip yourself song well yeah uh when he was like poop diddy scoop scoop diddy whoop poop (laughs) but like literally drake said that that kanye gave him that beat to rap on and drake started rapping on it and then drake started texting kanye like what was up after like uh, Pusha T dropped that verse on his album, like, this nigga, like, on some bullshit. He be ghostwriting. And then Drake was like, bro, yeah, you're supposed to be my man. And, and then Ye dropped Lift Yourself, the same beat he gave Drake, and started doing the poop diddy scoop. So we was just like, why is this nigga Ye doing this? <laughs> but in reality, he was trolling Drake. Like, I gave you this beat to rap on. This beat is, is a mid-tier beat for me. It's a lower-tier beat for me. So I'm going to rap <laughs> on bullshit on it. Because you're not on my level. So Drake sees that shit as some real, real competition. So like with the couple with the Pusha T shit exposing that he had a son, it was kinda like, Yay, fuck you. So like really since twenty eighteen, they've been having like little verses and shit on their songs, like dissing each other while whatnot, like like Drake on Laughing Out Cry Later is a theory that this nigga was talking about Yay and his bipolar shit when he was just like, Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't know. 
Like, wow. type shit. It, it was really low blows. Shit. Low blows. Exactly. So, like, they've been really dissing each other. The type of beef that I bit. fucking love. No, I'm scared. I remember some people said that them niggas was lucky getting back or, like, trying to mend their relationship. Or, yeah, he was trying to mend their relationship and Drake wasn't really having it. And then Drake obviously dropped that verse with Trippy Red shit, his new album, Betrayal. And he said, like, this niggas beefing with me, fuck them niggas, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, like I'm still that guy. Like, he was just like, y'all burnt out. And, like, when he was talking about before, he said, yeah, and, and Pusha T's burnt out. So, so yeah, yeah, he was just like, nigga, you never going to recover. He tw- he texted this nigga, like, you're not going to recover. And screenshot it, put it on Instagram with the Joker picture from the, from the <laughs> movie that came out uh 2019. Type shit, and then uh, he dropped Drake's address too. That shit was wild. Too. Like that, that was some dangerous shit. Like, yay is unhinged. Niggas gotta understand. Like, niggas, if there's one thing niggas can learn in 2018, yay is unhinged. Like, he has bipolar disorder. He's really like, he'll do whatever he can. He doesn't really. He feels like he don't really have that much to lose. He just lost his his marriage. Like, he just got a divorce. And so I, know, I hope they work it out. I really want them to work it out. And they might, they might not, I don't know. But either way, like, yeah, is unhinged. So, like, some shit that Drake talk about, he gonna be on some other shit. With it, he just be like, look, fuck this nigga. What'd he say? Uh, yeah, we're well, never no joke. Nah, nah, nah. It, he dropped that shit from, from streaming services. He might put it on the album, but Rick Ross That even song had is so good. I love that and song. That nigga Rick Ross had an interview, and that nigga was talking about, like, he friends with Drake and Ye. He just like, man, it's crazy. He said, Drake said, like, once this shit drops, he's going to be free as a bird. So, like, niggas are just kind of like, we building up this hype. Like, we recording this, what? I want to say August 23rd, August 24th. August, August 24th, 25th. Like, August 25th. 25th. That's the 25th. August. It's the twenty fifth. All right, but when still. we're recording this right now, that's yeah. So like it at this at this point, like we're we don't have a Drake, a new Drake album. We don't have a new Yay album. It's kind of we to think the point Friday. Where, like they are really gearing up to to do some shit that's special for their careers. I think Drake is really trying to solidify that he has a classic with Cob, and Yay is trying to solidify that he's still very relevant in the game. Even try, even showing up in two thousand four, fifteen years ago. Yeah, one well, never no joke. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, but yeah, still like this. This nigga been here for a while. Drake's been here for a while. Like they're really Look, trying boys. to show like what's up. That's and that's that's how you win the beef. Drop the albums. Let those numbers. Well, not even the numbers. Hey, the numbers don't mean shit. Let let the influence do the talking, and then a couple months later, you know. Versus, if you're listening, this is a bag. Listen for the bag, and then y'all got to pay me because I get y'all this idea. Um, Drake and Kanye versus. I tune into that. The mm-hmm. old money versus the new money. Yeah, what you think about that? Hey, that could work. It could work. Okay. That shit can for sure work. And hey, look, we about to find out, like, how this shit go, but like. I've always predicted that 2021 was going to be a big music year because 2020 wasn't that big of a music year for me. So, like, we, yeah. got, we obviously had Drake and Ye that they're gearing up to drop their albums. Like, J. Cole dropped his album before, like, in terms of just pure rap. Obviously, we have some great R&B ballads, too, some great R&B songs, pop songs. Like, Normandy, obviously, she's, she's doing great. Cardi, every time she features, is great. Uh, D-Melo. Shit. Like obviously, like Drake, yay, J Cole dropped. Um, it's been so much good music that has dropped and is gearing up to drop Q4. It just kind of makes me think, like, especially like me being a hip hop head that I am, like me being like respectful of TDE, man. This nigga Kenny K Dot. Let's talk about somebody who is above the beef. He don't care. He's he's in his own little world and he's dropping yeah, this week as well. K Dot Kendrick Lamar about to drop soon, man. He just, uh, just came in with his own little post. He had like a little website that had like a post that said he's gonna drop his uh, last CD album. This next album is gonna be his last CD album. That he's just uh, he's been he's been months without a phone. He's been kind of focused on and on I what love he, that uh, above it all. So his creation is about to just be like something special, and like he's got a song with Baby Keem, which is his cousin. 
Um, and it's on his, his uh, PG Lang label, which I think, like, after he leaves TDE and drops his album with TDE, he's going to go to his own label, PG Lang, with his cousin, yeah. Baby Team. And when he drops this song, I think it comes out on Thursday, because today's Wednesday, tomorrow, like, around midnight. Well, it'll come out Thursday if you live in L.A. If you live in Thursday fucking Ohio, LA. it'll come out in midnight. <laughs> or Michigan, or any any place <laughs> like New York, any place that has the fucking uh, Eastern time zone. Eastern uh, time zone. Uh, but what yeah. time does stuff like that come out for the Central niggas? Maybe like 11? I think Central is like chicago time which is like yeah so it'll come out like 11 if it comes out 12 for us it'll come out 11 for pacific eastern we the latest so we like that type shit but yeah is we got a lot of music dropping and k dot kendrick people who like rap on that type of rapidly rap level niggas have been kind of criticizing kendrick for a minute but yeah my leg fell asleep hold on go ahead go go ahead my bad but yeah no (laughs) This nigga's. Mm. I wish y'all could see what I see right now. This nigga over here fooling. Because <laughs> this shit is uncomfortable. You know, y'all legs have fallen asleep before, you know. Oh. Nah, I know, definitely. For sure. But no, Kendrick, yeah, that nigga about to drop, man. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And I just, I don't know. I feel like the people who are like talking shit about him, you're ungrateful because how often does Kendrick drop an album? This is art. People need to appreciate the art more. I feel like. You know, I I get it. You're not trying to hear this. You're not trying to hear that. But look, it's art. The fact that we get art from these people is just amazing within itself. Like I don't know. Like I I like people will like. I I I I saw this video. I think it was on TikTok, YouTube. I can't remember. And somebody was like, "Pass me the ox," and he was playing like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder, and they were like, "Yo, turn this old shit off." You disrespectful ass little kids, Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those are the greats. What you mean? Turn that old shit off. Turn that old shit yeah, off. Because obviously, like, you lack they're taste. In class, they're definitely in a class of their own. Well, you Ugh. would just kind of have to respect that. But like, you kind of understand. Like, this is just a different generation of music. This is the I don't give a fuck generation. Like, you guys don't a, care about like, shit. These, these <laughs> before, like fast food music, like, literally. Like, Popcorn some shit, shit. Some shit that was like digest quick, understand quick, buy too quick, let it go, and then we want them to drop some new shit. Type shit. So like the, the art form ain't the same. Ain't really as, as the same as it was like back in the day when people kind of just like you had different mediums where people just like drop music often. You had people that just like I'm dropping whenever I want to drop and then people gonna kind of gravitate whenever I want to drop. I mean it was a, it was a common place for for rappers to drop albums every two years because they mm-hmm. drop they have to experience two years of life to understand what was going on in their in their creative process yeah now it's kind of like rappers drop like once every three months every quarter like of the year like so you already got four new projects from the same artist and i feel year. like it's yeah. too much i haven't even like you know digested like, the first shit you put out but like people don't really i'm see still it, like, Look, and I'm still digesting like, lemonade. I am still digesting lemonade. Still, you to this day. lemonade exactly because you put a lot of work into that. But like when you get to the point where you just like, I want you to listen to me rapping on some nice beats, and then you go to the club and you get drunk and you really want to hear my voice rapping on these nice beats. You don't want to yeah, listen to that. I just shit. feel like this <laughs> generation is ungrateful. And look, for me, that's why I was gonna you my album, when I eventually release one, is probably not gonna come out till 2023, 2024. Because with each song I have to experience. I have to live that experience or else I'm not being authentic. And that's the problem. Like I think that a lot of this generation likes a lot of unauthentic shit. Um I hate to say it. Like out here like amazing beats i mean this and is our situation, so i mean i'm sorry i don't claim y'all fuck that um but <laughs> I, i'll hear amazing beats and i'm like this beat was just wasted because what the fuck is this shit that is like you know but you know <laughs> yeah I mean, it is what it is i can't really have no control i have control over my art form and so that's what i'm gonna do and you know be unique like i, I you would think people would want to be unique and like stand out like you know I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you mm-hmm. have to get to a certain level to have the opportunity to be unique. I don't know. 
But yeah, also no. you have people like Solange who's always been herself and always she's never really done stuff that was like very like industry or anything. She's always just been her and people love her for that. So it's like I'll circle back to what Beyonce says all the time. If you by yourself can't keep people connected with just being you, then maybe you in the wrong business. Wait, mm-hmm. how does how does Franklin Saint say business you in the wrong business? <laughs> hey, look, that nigga hey, like we said last week, that nigga dancing interest is on that same bullshit. But look, he po- <laughs> he posted something and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get I get why people are on his dick because he posted something and I was on his dick too. And he uh, there's uh, something about dark skin, but like you're shirtless but in a suit that just oh and I just you know, was like, skin, I'll, give you, I'll give you dark skin because, man, my the women, anybody knows me, man, I love dark skin women. Like that, 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 is my, that is my type. Like that is that is definitely like who I gravitate towards the most for sure. Like I definitely just been, I just that's just a beautiful skin complexion. But no, it's it gonna be is. interesting to see what, what K Dot, Kenny Lamar drop. If he drops this year, it'll be the year kind of similar to 2016. Obviously, minus Beyonce, minus Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, and Frank, too. But, like, I mean, Frank might drop this year. He, he could fuck around and drop this year, but he not. But I know for a I fact. I don't think Frank's dropping this I year. I know for a fact that Ye and Drake will drop this year. And I think they're going to drop Friday because I think even though they don't care about even though they don't care about the awards and stuff, I think they want to be considered for the Grammys. So I think they're because if they want to be considered for the Grammys, they have to drop before September 1st. So I think that they're going to drop on. Friday, yeah, I told you, I, I me and you kind of we kind of agree with that shit because I, I remember I was telling you, like, I think they're going to drop around the same time. And like, yeah, he got his his new shit on Soldier and Soldier Field in Chicago. He about to have his new uh, listening party. This, the only this, nigga I know that go on tour for an album that he ain't even dropped yet, but he ain't dropped. But like he gonna drop this shit, and and Drake said on that trippy red song, and he dissed him like, uh, yeah, ain't changing shit. This shit is set in stone. So Drake might be dropping next week or like in a couple days, like this weekend, my bad. And then Ye might be dropping it, and he he dropped his uh his uh his fucking um listening party, in, in Chicago at Soldier Field, and then him and Drake drop it the Soldier. same time, and we go listen to that bitch. Like we gonna listen to that bitch. Obviously, we gonna listen to both of them. Like, but I obviously, I low key think Drake gonna get a little more of that play because the just the uh, common, the casual listener, fuck with Drake a little bit more than Ye because of like a Ye's antics in 2018 when he's saying slavery was a choice, fucking with Donald Trump, and dropping like an album that was low key mediocre with Ye. And I it was, was sad King dope. hours for him. Sad so King hours. Bad. We, we fucking with Drake a little bit more. Scorp- niggas like Scorpion a little bit more than Ye's album. So it was kind of like, uh, yeah, 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 sweet and everything, but it's like, eh, whatever. So I think, I think Ye and Drake both got something to prove. Like, now it's 2021. The last time they both dropped some shit that was for real was 2018. Well, Ye dropped Jesus is King in 2019. And Drake Beautiful dropped- album. Beautiful Drake album. The care package, and then after that, it was the uh, Dark Land demo tapes. But but like it was on some shit like Drake's last real album, Scorpion, that was twenty eighteen, and Ye's last like non secular, oh no no secular album, my bad, not non secular, secular album was Ye. So like yeah, yeah we I don't know. It's, it's uh, you know that one song on Ye where they're like, girl, you supermodel, busting at the bottom. Yeah, that's my shit. That's my favorite song off that album. Favorite song off Jesus is King is um, Hands Up. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. no, Hands Up is great. I like On God, Follow God too. It was all right. A bit chatty for me, but <laughs> but no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be to see where the news go. Uh, but all right, album. we're getting toward the end, and we can't end this without talking about one of the biggest drops that has happened and that's that marvel that that spider-man trailer mm. Dog, that shit was amazing i'm so excited i don't think i've ever been so excited for a movie in a really long time really long time and it's kind of funny because you know the fans kind of forced sony's hand because they leaked it but you know the leaked version was very very shitty i'm not gonna lie i did try and watch it and i'm like i can't like i can't get over how fucking horrible this quality is and so you know a couple days later they released it because you know it was leaked and 
how many views does it have? Like over like how many? Uh, I remember it got like a million likes on Twitter, and I think it got. Uh, let me see real quick. I remember I sent you. I think that it's shit, a. But... Is it a billion too or uh, something like that? Uh, uh, no, but it. it uh, shit, nigga, it was close. But it was said Spider Man No Way Home has become the most watched trailer within a twenty four hour time span. The first trailer received. 355.5 million global views in his first Fuck yeah, I did. Surpassing the previous record holder, Avengers Endgame, which drove 289 million views. And that's what yeah. I was telling you about, that, like, Sony is not giving up Spider-Man easy, bro. Like, this is their biggest money maker, and, and Spider-Man is the most popular hero of all time. Yeah, so he is. Sony want, like, 30 billion for Spider-Man, for one character, and, and the people surrounding him, like $30, $40 billion from Disney. And Disney don't can't really figure out a way to justify spending $30, $40 billion on one character, but, but it well, makes Disney, sense. Well, Disney, y'all better motherfucking justify it, because it's, if it's you get slipped out of the it's MCM, gonna I'm going to be so though. upset. You got to understand a billion. $30 billion? Not million. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, that's billion. That's like, that's like, oh my God, you had a bunch of millions to put together. You just had a shit ton of millions yeah. to put together and just throw them at me for this one character and the people that surround him. So Sony's Here's the like, thing, though. If he gets Sony slipped out of the MCM, I'm going to be so upset. It'll throw everything. I mean, guess not because it's MCM not now. Really with, you know, Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. But, like, I'll be so annoyed. Like, uh But you got to understand it's Spider-Man, though. Like, at that point, like, it don't matter. Like, that nigga's gonna always sell tickets. He always gonna get niggas to, to, to garner around him, to, to generate around Niggas love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is just a, the most relatable hero where you just, like, this nigga is just that guy. He just, he just gets I... around crazy. Like, he's just, like, if people fuck with him enough where people, like, movies and shit, Sony fucks up so much. And they needed Marvel's help for this movie, for sure. But Sony still. This has might be the greatest life. Spider-Man movie of all time, and which time. I don't know. I don't know if you had this thought, but oh, I hope they don't fuck it up. I think so, bro. I, 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 and I think so. Like I think, especially with uh, with uh, Spider Verse, the Spider Verse movie that came out, the cartoon, the uh, cartoon movie that came out in 2018, Spider Verse was yeah. really good. And this is like another version of Spider Verse, but for the movies. And this is some shit that we really want to see more. I and it is, I, I guess it's safe to say that because, you know, it's been, you know, rumored that the other Spider-Mans like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire would make an appearance because it is the multiverse. And you can kind of almost confirm it because the villains from those Spider-Mans were in the trailer. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to see it. I mean, we, we, are, we already knew that from the beginning. So, like, we knew them niggas was going to come back. So now we see the villains, they definitely gonna come back. Like, but like that's I, I figured that's why we was gonna see them in a trailer. We're gonna see them in the movie, which is perfect. I don't wanna see them in a trailer. I wanna see them in the movie. So like when I go sit down in the theater, you're like oh, Toby. Well Darren oh, wouldn't do that. But I would. Yeah, because you don't smell this shit. But 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 <laughs> I'm gonna see the movie anyway in this bitch. This bitch is gonna still be a slapping movie. Uh, hopefully it still comes out at the end of the year. It might get pushed back because Sony on some other shit and Delta. Isn't Marianne Wanda in this too? She's in it, right? I don't know. She or might, she be, might in a, be in like a mid credit or end credit, like post credit. Because like I know she's gonna be in a Doctor Strange movie, and that comes out March of next year. But I think this is like the precursor. Like obviously we saw me, you saw Loki. We talked about Loki in the in the first episode. Loki like, was just a work of art. Amazing. Go watch Loki. It was beautiful. Amazing. It made amazing. me even think about our own real life universe. I'm like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. And you saw what happened at the end of Loki if you watch Loki. Uh so like all this multiverse shit is definitely the, the main focus of phase four of Marvel. MCU. Or MCN. Yeah. Well, and that's crazy. Like, they haven't even dropped the Eternals um trailer. Eternals. About Shang Chi or Shang Chi? Shang Chi. I'm Shang Chi. I'm really excited for Shang Chi. That shit about to come out uh, next weekend, September third. Next weekend. I'm gonna. So, like, um, that bitch, that bitch that's on Disney out. Plus, right? I don't. I don't know. It might be, but I'm not sure. You might have to see uh -huh. that theater. But you. But that'd be a good way to go see the theater in, in L.A., nigga. Oh yeah, LA theater. LA theater is about to look I'm like. I'm gonna be mean, on these screens one day. <laughs> exactly. So you gotta kind of get acclimated to the area, my nigga. 
Uh, you know, you know, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's still about to be fun, though. About to I'm excited. But no, nah, man. All right, y'all. We we definitely man, we've been doing that shit, man. We we've been uh man, it's been some crazy shit. We've been experiencing some crazy shit this last couple of weeks. I think the rest of this year is just gonna be even crazier. Yeah. We've got so, four more episodes left after this. this yeah. Is, I like this so much. Then we're gonna take a little hiatus after that. Um and then we're gonna come back with season two. Season two. With season one, yeah, we got we got a little bit more for y'all coming up. But yeah, yeah, man, this is episode six, bro. Um, I'm I'm Darren Allen. I'm uh, Jay Gooden. On Instagram or Twitter, Ned Saturn, Ned Saturn. Um, uh, yeah. And you can follow me at J underscore Gooden ninety eight. Hit up our DMs if you have something we want to talk about. You know, send us a message, and we'll take it into consideration. Um, we might lament on it. And then not choose it. No, I'm just kidding. If you wanna, if you wanna <laughs> talk about something, send it to us. We'll, um, we'll definitely bring it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Catch us next week. I'll be in Los Angeles, fucking list. Um, yep. But until then, this has been a great experience. Yeah. Catch y'all later. <laughs>